Welcome to Homestyle with Shana Blaze for Beaumont Tiles, with tiles for every style and budget. Welcome to Homestyle. I am producer Jane Neild and every couple of weeks I jump in the podcast studio with Shana Blaze. We do it all for Beaumont Tiles with tiles for every style and budget. Shana, of course, you're an interior designer, judge on the block, fashionista, I'm adding to the list because I'm <laughs> loving some of your fashion that we're seeing on uh, the block at the moment. And also, you're one of my favourite follows on Instagram, me along Ooh. with the 182,000 other people. <laughs> who uh, jump onto Insta. Uh, in just a moment, we're going to meet Michelle Carney. She's the National Clearance Manager for Beaumont Tiles. And Shana, you've been working with Michelle on your complete bathroom mm-hmm. packages. So great to have her in the studio. Let me first find out what you did last night. I heard there was a little musical and there was a little oh. bit of excitement and enjoyment to be back in the theatre. Jane, can I just tell you, I went and saw Hairspray. Oh. Took my daughter-in-law because she said it's her favourite ever musical. And I watched it once and didn't really remember most of it. Ah. Oh, my God. The energy, the songs. And, I, you know, the there's a couple of songs that I, I didn't even realise I knew. Yep. The energy, the, um, the talent. Can I say Shane Jacobson? <laughs> Oh, my God. He, the role as the mum, is just incredible. Rob Mills was amazing. The girl who plays the main character, um, it's her it's her debut as, mm. as a lead, and she's absolutely incredible. And the, the cast, the cast, like the moves they do, like, hello. Wow. And there was some friends behind us of, of one of the girls that was in the cast and the pride from those yeah. friends whooping at the back and by the end of it we're all dancing we're all dancing and cheering and hooting and if you want something that's feel good like it it, you know the the racism um theme through in it I I really hadn't remembered from the movie. Yeah so the original movie it was it's a real movie about uh social change and and yeah everything from body consciousness and positivity and the opposite of that to racism yeah absolutely and I just think it's such a, a poignant message. It's so right and it's sad that it's so still happening. Mm. And I think, you know, people just open your minds and go see it and enjoy and bloody hell, it's amazing. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> and from a design perspective, as, you know, we talk about design here on Homestyle, uh, I always think costumes, set design. So yeah. tell me what your designer's eye thought of the presentation. I have to say they were very clever because the set um, was quite small. And it was just very movable. So instead of having big sets behind them, they did lots of shadows and lighting. So I thought it was very clever set lighting mm. display. The lights, the lights um, were very clever in the shadows and the lights and the, and the sort of silhouettes they gave. And the the opening scene where um, they had the vertical bed. So she's laying in bed singing Baltimore, and she's literally propped up. You can you know she's standing on something, but she looks like she's laying in bed. Yeah, I thought cool. it was really clever. Wow, a few tricks there yes. as well. So hairspray the musical. Is uh, Shana's big recommendation currently in Melbourne. Uh, and we also, I noticed on your Instagram, uh, Shana, we must pay our tribute to Olivia Newton-John, oh. who I don't know about you, uh, I grew up, I reckon I've seen Grease the Musical with Olivia and that incredible yeah. cast probably a couple hundred times. Yeah. Like what an icon. Was she someone that you kind of looked to as a style icon? Oh, look, I have to say... Who didn't want to wear those black pants? Oh, of course. Never fitted into them. But anyway, <laughs> I know a few people did and I was a bit jealous. She went through so many 
changes of herself, like, you know, for the sweet, um, girl next door to Greece. Then she went into you know physical. Mm, that was just the like sexy seventies. <laughs> oh my god! Look who she was there. And then she just came into her own as Olivia. And I, I think there's so much about her naturalness, her uniqueness, and she, you know, what she has done for the awareness of breast cancer, mm. but also a wellness warrior. And I yeah. think that's incredible what she Ahead has. of her time, really. We didn't think about a lot of this so stuff. So ahead yeah. of her time. And also, you know, um, really really campaigning for cab- cabinet cannabis oil. Had to get that right. Mm. Cannabis oil. And I think that's a really important because I've seen the results of, of you know, yeah. a, a family when I did Selling Houses Australia, um, wow. the epilepsy. And that there's, you know, there's a lot of good that the cannabis oil does. So she was really putting it out there. Mm. And so she's done some amazing things, her legacy. And I doubt you will hear one bad word. Mm. She was all about love. And I've never met her, but I have a lot of close friends who are close friends mm. of mm. hers. And it's quite heartbreaking, um, you know, how they're affected, but there's not one thing that they would say other than that she's just full of love and light. Mm, Amazing. Valet to Olivia Newton-John. you are listening to Homestyle for Beaumont Tiles. You can drop into one of Beaumont's 115 stores around the country. Let their specialist help you select the perfect tile for your next renovation. And it is wonderful to be in that. And it is wonderful to be inviting into the Homestyle studio, Michelle Carney, the National Clearance Manager for Beaumont Tiles. Welcome to Homestyle, Michelle. Hello. Thanks for having me. Now, Shana, you and Michelle need no introduction because Michelle has been down in the mud, in the dirt, behind the scenes, on the block. So we did a couple of weeks ago cover off on some of the logistics on set. So have you got a whole pile of dirty clothes every time you go to set and come back, Michelle? Well, thankfully, we actually mainly filmed from our store, but we did have a lot of muddy boots come through the store every single time a contestant walked in. As you know, you'd tell them to take their shoes off, but they just didn't register. So we were behind them with a mop and broom every time. And, and the mud up there's sticky. It's clay and it's sticky, and and it just needs to rain like on a Tuesday, and it's still there on the Friday. So yeah, yeah. the conditions were really rough. They did really well to get through it. Oh, look, it is an incredible process to watch and it's so exciting to uh, hear about your side of things too, Michelle. In just a moment, we are going to uh, talk a little about the bathroom reveals that happened on the weekend just past. Some of the pitfalls, I've got some confessions, there are some issues <laughs> at my bathroom we are highlighted last episode. We'll, we'll talk about some of them. But Shana, what really interested me before we saw this sort of first main bathroom judging was this discussion once again about designing and creating a space for the person who is actually going to buy your home, not your own taste. Yeah. It's yeah. a big focus this year, isn't it? It's a really big focus. And, you know, Neil brought it up right from the beginning of like, you know, we will be really sort of juggling what is country style. And because so many people are coming from the city into the country, they're going to bring their own aesthetics with them. But the big thing is that, you know, you've got traditional houses. These are traditional houses with a modern extension. So it's no different to how you treat it if you're in the city when you've got a a heritage building. And then you've also got the outlook. Like if you're going to do, you can still do a modern 
bathroom, a modern lounge room that connects to the country. It doesn't have to be completely juxtaposed. And one of the biggest things, you know, when you're selling a house, when you're doing a house, that the the outside needs to match the inside. And if you're going for a completely stripped back modern industrial look in the country, where's the connection? If the mm. connection ends up just being textures, that's the connection. So when people say it doesn't have to be traditional country, no, but it needs to reflect and that's where we come in. So the whole issue of tree changes came up. I want to play a little bit of audio here because I really felt like it was the producers going, just remember, these three judges, each <laughs> one of you had a little snippet. Darren has renovated his beach house. Yes. Neil has done a tree change. And here's what you had to say, Shana. And interior designer Shana Blaze has renovated her country retreat in nearby Kyneton. I wanted to do a tree change for probably 10 years, but that's a lot of work and a lot of maintenance and I still want to work and, and live. So I've gone for a small block. This house, when I bought it, I called her a grand old dame, but she was a grand old dame that hadn't been spoken to for a very long time or looked after. It was falling down. There was not one thing that did not need touching. And with these old houses, it's always a Pandora's box. Any advice I can give, you have to look at what it's going to be like in wet days, windy days, cold days, but also extreme heat. There's a lot of areas you need to work out. So not only do I know my design and know what I'm qualified for, I know tree change. <laughs> I love that. I know tree change. I just wanted to put it out there. It's like, <laughs> what would you know? It's all, you know, personal. No, it's not. 35 years of experience on top of actually doing it myself more than once. And I, I think the thing is that it's not subjective when you're talking about those connections, what we were mentioning before. Mm. And uh, I just want to bring up also another thing that a few people have picked up on and said, you're so nasty. And when I turned around and said... You know, this Victorian house, it's the most beautiful house. It's a gift. This is my passion. This is what I live. I live Victorian period details. And that's where I say, if you're not going to notice it and you're not going to respect it, you're going to have to deal with me, which means somebody who knows that and wants it and loves it and understands how many people will pay extra for it, you're going to have to deal with me. And that's the truth. Deal with my knowledge, deal with what I do. And if you listen, you probably will do a better job. Mm, you were very, it's like like when you speak about your property that you've read, the dame, the old lady. I mean, yeah. there is so much history in these places, isn't there? It is. And I think once you you go into these spaces and you you do realise even if the, the plaster's falling down and things are falling down, you can feel the history in the walls and you can get stories from them. And, you know, it, they are spiritual experiences and I, wa- I want them to take that in. And there's mm. something so romantic about that. If you can connect with that, it just becomes easy. Yeah, fantastic. And, of course, it was the first time we saw little glimpses of your country mm. renovation. Was that exciting? Was it kind of nerve-wracking to suddenly put it out there? Because we know there's things have been filmed, there's a show in the works, but that was the big kind of, like, have a look. No, I'm not, because it, it's – I've done this for me personally. I haven't sure. done it for the market. I've done it for the history of my family. I've done it for my family. And this is our personality. And, you know – People will love or hate it, and that's okay. I don't apologise for that. And that's the same, you know, every – I feel like my life's been exposed for the last 20 years because everything (laughs) I do I get judged on, you know. 
I get paid to judge. The people that judge me don't get paid. So, you mm. know, it doesn't quite work there. Mm. So, no, I'm not. I'm actually really excited because then people can see why I think how I think. With that big difference being you've done it for yourself, not yeah. to resell. Michelle, do you have uh, customers who come into to Beaumont Tiles who are doing the tree change? Is it something you've noticed that there's more and more people just going, we're out, we're out of the city? Um, I definitely think that we are now getting you know, customers wanting to relocate further out. And they also really want to create a dream home. Mm. So it's not so much about we're renovating it to sell it or we're renovating it for someone else. They're always looking now to renovate it for themselves, which I think is really good because then they make smarter choices. Yeah, some of them are still a little bit wild, but we also love that. I I think people get more adventurous because if if you're doing your dream home, it is getting rid of all that, oh, will it date, won't it date, all that sort of thing. You've just got to get that out of your head. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's fascinating to watch this process, especially, you know, I've done a tree change as well, um, which, you know, you're looking at these shows and just going, wow, it is a big move though, isn't it? You know, out to the cows and the paddocks, not just having a store and a shop right down the road like I've noticed. Well, actually, I do have a store and a shop down the road and I don't have cows, so I've actually done, well, there the, you go. I've done the really sensible one. <laughs> When I see it on set, though, I noticed in your Instagram comments, like, Shana, people are having a crack about certain things that weren't quite, and you're like, there is supply shortages. So yeah. we do need to remember this. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. Like, you know, it's it's not like we had to turn a blind eye, but it's just like it is what it is, and we know that um, the suppliers are doing everything they can. The contestants, there's certain things, you know. If you would know the amount of letters that the poor contestants, like, this isn't what we thought, this is what... Uh. You, and so you just, you have to sort of make some allowances of going, look, this is beyond norm. You know, we've, we've had many letters get written to us throughout the series. And mm. sometimes it's like, you know what, that's an excuse. We don't need to see that. But these are genuine. Mm. So, you know, somebody picked up, oh, you know, what about this and this? And I went, yeah, supply issues. Yeah. And w- we can't do anything about that. Mm. You've been very good on your Instagram, Shani. You're replying to people going, supply shortage with the shower screen. <laughs> I, I think there's some very strong voices at the moment that are like hypercritical, um, remembering that this is the first week. Like, yes, they did a challenge in 48 hours and the expect the expectations of some of them, you know, the people watching, well, I would have had a pattern and I would have done this and I would have done that. It's like, well, you, would you be able to stand in a shop and sit there and think and do that? No, you've mm. just got to literally, I like that colour, that colour, bang, let's do it. Mm. That is that is the speed that has to be done because it's being built from scratch. And then also these bathrooms, you know, if anyone's... If anybody's ever renovated a bathroom or done a bathroom from scratch, you know, the layout, the materials, the size, the lighting, there is probably 25 minimal questions to ask yourself. So the pressure of that is immense. But the thing is also, as a judge, we have to expect that because one, except for one couple, have known they're coming onto it. Mm. And on top of that, they've been watching it for years and they're massive fans. So why is it a surprise that they don't, oh, I didn't realise that. Mm, you've you've come on the show for this and you've watched it and you said you're a massive fan. Well, these are the things. <laughs> <laughs> now, Michelle uh, Carney, the National Clearance Manager for Beaumont Tiles, uh, you <laughs> I do love see that title. the contestants in the store. I mean, what you're saying, Shana, is very, you know, it must be such a well. Do they get really befuddled? Do people come in, regardless of whether you're on the block or not, think they know what they want and then just go, ooh, there is a lot here and get kind of caught up in a a decision-making process that's really hard to just go, that's it, make the call. You see that? (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I think majority of the people walk into our store and can feel very overwhelmed. 
So we want to make sure that they don't feel like that. Um, but we have such a big range of tiles that you really got to talk to them about what they're after and guide them in the right way. And we had, yeah, the contestants were sort of, some of them were really good. They knew exactly what they were coming in and looking for and others really went back and forth between what they were wanting to achieve. And even when they're going back and forth, you can see the stress, can't you? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. And we feel it too because we want them to make great decisions as well and we can only guide them as best as we can. And at the end of the day, even if I don't like it and they love it, I'm not going to say don't do it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because in, in the end, you become one of the contestants then if you do too much of that. Yeah, definitely. I do remember there was um, one contestant that had chosen something and I thought, oh, I'm not sure about this. Oh. But then a couple of my colleagues were like, no, I think this could be a real winner. And then I had to almost convince myself that mm. I'm okay with that. Mm. Isn't that funny? Yeah, because you get so involved with yeah. them. You know, you want every contestant to do really well. Yeah. So I had to go, no, no, I'm okay with that. Let's let them go. <laughs> oh, I'd be interested to find out which one that was. <laughs> now, you guys have been working on Shana's new complete bathroom packages. We've spoken about them on the show uh, previously, the CBPs. So let's just delve a little into the psychology behind this. Am I right that even experts, even people like me who watch all the shows, think they know what they're doing, make mistakes, and this is the main reason you guys put these packages together to really ease that sense of, I just don't know if I'm getting it right. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I think we wanted to create a couple of different spaces that could show customers what they can do with a a range of products. You know, we we include the baths, the toilets, the taps and the tiles. So it actually brings together a whole complete package of what can really create a beautiful space. So that's why we wanted to start creating them based around styles that people can everyday relate to. Yeah, and and I think that's the thing also, you know, what you were saying about people coming in and getting overwhelmed. Um, It is so easy to get overwhelmed if that's not what your forte is. And my biggest thing, you know, I, I would have clients and things like that going, oh, I feel so stupid, I'm meant to know this. And it's like... Well, one, it's not your career and it's not your yeah. job. Why? I don't know and how to service my car. <laughs> and that's the perfect explanation. Yeah. It's actually yeah. not what you're meant to be doing. But if you want to renovate your house and you're only just getting into it, you're not meant to know what you don't know. Yeah. And you're actually going there to learn. And I think that's what's good about us working together with the bathroom packages is that we are trying to stop people feel like they don't know anything. At least they can look at the package and say, well, one, I like it or I don't like it. Mm go you, you've made a decision. And then they can play with it and just give them that little sense of security that they can take ownership of it too. Yeah, definitely. So we saw on Sunday's uh, block reveal of the main bathrooms, things like, you know, the logistics and the legalities of shower screens and, oh, it's got to be 1.5 from the something. Like that's all been taken into consideration, I'm assuming, with your packages. Like how does that sort of work, Shana, where you think, oh, but that's the style and actually that's not not legal, I don't know if legal is the right word, but no, if you've got that shower head with that screen, you're going to have water everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it happens a lot. A lot of people, especially the, the double showers that have yep. the very large rows, they come out so much more than what they used to be. And so that's why they were saying the 1.5. If your shower rose is not that big and it's one that's, you know, sort of a rain shower from the ceiling or it's just on a sort smaller arm, mm. it, it's a, you don't have to have that 1.5, okay. but it just means the spray, like a shower heads, 
you know, they never used to be that big. They're massive. And when they got that, that massive head, the splash is bigger. And it always used to be for me that, you know, your um, your shower screen used to had to be minimum a metre to 1.2, especially when you're having an area that you stand near. Like, you know, if you're near the toilet, if you're near the, the basin, if it's an area that you're not standing with and it's not a walkthrough, you might be able to get away with it. But then you have to look at the shower head. So is that something, Michelle, like that's actually a, like, is it a hazard if you've got a wet floor that's constantly wet and you have to walk through that section to get to the toilet or something like that can be dangerous, can't it? Yeah. Well, of course <laughs> you, yeah. can, you can slip no matter where, whether water is anywhere. So we have taken that into consideration based on the room sizes that we worked with Shana on to create these packages. Mm. Um, and we chose product specific to make sure that everything would go together well. Mm, okay. Uh, nib walls, Shana, for people who may not know what a nib wall is, can you sort of explain? And there was a little bit of, well, I would say dislike for the nib wall in one contestant's oh, bathroom. hello, 1990, <laughs> that's all I can say. The thing is when you're in a, a private space, like this is their private bathroom um, and the nib wall was between the shower and the vanity. So it's so a wall that does essentially nothing except screen, yeah? But it doesn't screen anything. Like if you're standing there, it didn't actually the, – the way it was positioned, if you walked in the door, you're not going to – you're still going to see a naked person in the shower. So the nib wall did not service. You better. You would have been better off taking away a nib wall and putting some reed glass or frosted glass, if that's mm. your thought process. Um, all it did was create um, – because it was a very dark tile and all it did was create a sense of um, barrier. It made the room feel smaller and it gave, you know, that sense of gloom because everything was quite dark. And it really shut off um, the grandeur of like that beautiful bath that was in there and it really took away the sense of, you know, that beautiful vanity. So that very small nib wall actually created a lot of problems. Mm in barrier-wise and also problems visual and it made it look more contemporary than what it was. Take us behind, Michelle, the little process. Like when did you and Shana get together on some of these packages and, and you know, does she bring ideas? Do you go, mm, but we would suggest maybe something different? I mean, I know there's different price points, but it must have been a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I actually really enjoyed myself. It was a very easy day. I was a bit apprehensive to begin with just because Shana was there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but we sort of decided on a couple of different packages, styles that we wanted to put to Shana and she came in so prepared. Uh, each style she Oh, already, here's the goss. Yeah. So she's got her homework, has she? <laughs> yeah. She had each style prepared with where she wanted to go with the concept and then basically I just helped her guide, guide her through the products that we have on offer that will help her achieve that look. And, yeah, we put um, together three packages um, and they're all very different, which was really cool because it actually shows not only Shana's style can be so diverse, (laughs) um, but also it was just really great to be able to say, you know, we've got this package that might suit this type of style and this package that would suit this type of style. So, yeah, Mm. it was a really good experience. And what's the feedback been like? I mean, are customers sort of just going, oh, yes, tick, 
Um, can you sense that sort of feeling of relief when they are, you know, able to see this is what it will look like if you do this, this, this and this? Yeah, even when we released it to the network, we got really good feedback mm. um, as well. They were really... You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were really happy with what we had put together um, and I, I, I think every customer is going to walk in, have a look at some of our packages and just be blown away. Yeah. Especially and with Shana's. <laughs> oh, stop it. But it, but it, it is definitely that sense of showing what you can do in a different way because, you know, a couple of them are quite dramatic and um, also it introduces the tiles in a, in a way that people wouldn't sort of think. Mm. And I think that's, you know... I never thought I would be seeing, you know, beautiful terracotta tiles back. But these are a, a beautiful version that is not a 70s, 80s or 90s version. It, it has that beautiful handmade part to it that makes you feel like you're in Tuscany, in Paris, in Provence. It, it is beautiful. I think the tiles are, you know, it was one of those discoveries for me just going, oh, wow, I couldn't believe, you know, the new mm. range that's there. So I think that's the exciting thing is that, People can get overwhelmed because there's so many good new things there, but they need to have a starting point. And the packages with a starting point means that they don't come in overwhelmed. It means they can play. Yeah, and that is that is the whole point of the packages. The reason why we have three price points is so that it accommodates everyone, but also we can swap products in and out. Mm. So if they don't like this mm. specific tile colour, but we have it in a different tile colour, we can do like-for-like like swaps. Otherwise, we can even change the tapware colours. So, yeah, they are designed to be flexible and created to suit the personality. Uh, we saw great um, reuse of a heritage or an original feature light in one of the bathrooms um, mm. on the weekend, Shana. So if I've got, you know, a really special feature piece like this, can I go, yeah, love this, everything else, but can I just use my own light options? And so that's the sort of switching you can do. Yeah, yeah. I reckon most of our consultants would be able to guide a style around that as well. So if you brought yeah. in an element that you wanted to keep, we would be able to guide you in the right way. How exciting. I have to bring up about that light because, again, another um, Instagram comment was, well, I'm sure that's not original to the house. Like the houses, you know, in the early 1900s, houses have lives. So, you know, they'll have three or four different owners and that light, no, wasn't original to like, you know, the early 1900s, but it would have been like a 70s light. And so people forget that was 50 years ago. So <laughs> that vintage. is vintage. <laughs> that is something that lives a life, that something's there. You know, if somebody whacked it in, you know, a couple of weeks beforehand or, you know, trying to turn the whole, uh, you know, the house that's a 1920s house into a 1970s house, well, you can't do that. But, you know, I'm, I, you pay homage to all the different lives that were in the house and yeah. I, lo I love the fact that was in there. Oh, fantastic. Before we let you go, Michelle, uh, there was a double shower in one of the main bedroom uh, bathrooms. And Shani, you didn't think that that was necessary. That's more of a master bedroom kind of thing. But I loved Beck Loder on your Instagram said, I love that the family bathroom in House One has two showers. My son would love it. He To have one side to himself, he gets so annoyed with all the crap his sister insists on leaving in their shared shower. So thank you to Beck on Instagram who's saying, look, double showers can very much be part of a family bathroom. Yes or no, Michelle? Your take? Uh, I think she's with you, Shana. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure. I reckon ensuite 100%. But really? I just, it wouldn't always be practical throughout their life, you know, being young and then older. Yes. They're definitely not sharing the bathroom. So, 
And the thing is also in House 2, I have to say the sizes of the rooms, they do have the luxury space and the majority of of houses wouldn't be able to afford that footprint of a double shower. And on top of that, you know, we're trying to find out where they're going with the house. We don't understand. And and the thing is also what people didn't see was the big discussion the three of us had. And, you know, I think it was either Darren O'Neill said, well, actually, I, I, I like a double shower. And so it was like, okay, well, you know, let's just see what the buyer wants in the end. Yeah. Um, but we have to bring up all those things. And as a judge, you are to question certain things. Mm. And if they work, they work. If they don't, they don't. But I think if you don't make comments about them um, and something goes pear-shaped later, it's like, oh, geez, I wish I, sh- I, wish I brought that up. <laughs> so, you know, we, we talk about, we bring up the things that concern us. We chat about it. We either resolve or we d- agree to disagree. And on that one, I definitely still feel myself like, mm, okay, somebody might want it. Let's see what the buyer wants in the future. But I don't. I think it was too vast. But I'm quite sure it was Darren that said, yep. Or Neil, one of them. It's Mm. been good. Uh, Darren has actually, no, I like it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) On certain uh, aspects that uh, perhaps the rest of you didn't agree on. Hey, Michelle, if people are listening and they're just starting to research or they know they've got a bathroom reno coming up, how do they get involved in the uh, the little complete bathroom packages just on the website? What's the easiest way to start mixing and matching and having a look? Yeah, they can jump onto tile.com.au. And you can start by doing the What's My Style quiz. I think oh, that's the best thing ever. It. <laughs> it nailed me. Yeah, yes. yeah. It actually got me pretty spot on as well. Um, and then they'll be able to be guided through the complete bathroom packages that we have and they can see Shana's really stunning work and go from there. Fantastic. Now, Shana, we did when we spoke to Kyle and Kara recently and if you haven't listened to that episode, go back. They are amazing they did talk about a couple of things that I've stuffed up in my bathroom. No. My grout is too thick, but I have a pool of water at the end of my bath. Can I fix um, it? Or is this a rip it out and start again job? Okay. <laughs> well, with the grout, you can get a sealant. Okay. So even though it's um, a, a thick line that's going to make your life a little bit hell, mm. um, you can get a seal and go over the top of it because okay. it's not so porous. So that that's quite good. Um, the other one, it depends where it's pooling. Mm, and it's just it's, a couple of mils. The fall's just not quite right. Yeah. And ever since you mentioned it last time, I'm like, oh, it's going to annoy me. Well, <laughs> it... it it's a very expensive thing to pick okay. up. So if it's at the end of your bath, it is, is it an area that you're going to walk through the whole No, life? it's just a, it's a built-in bath, you yeah. know, shower bath. Yeah. No. Well, yeah. maybe you might just have to get some extra towels. <laughs> <laughs> That's the cheap option. I will continue with the towel mopping up. Just don't use the designer ones. <laughs> I just wish I had met you two years ago, Shana, before I started all this fanciful tree change reno stuff. But I'm learning. So the next bathroom's going to be amazing. And that's the thing. <laughs> Always learning. I'm going to come and see you, Michelle, at Beaumont's. And, of course, 115 stores around the country. You mentioned that the team are loving this uh, complete bathroom package rollout by Shana. So... Come on into a store and people can just have a chat to one of uh, the wonderful team at Beaumont's and start clicking. Like you said, do the My Style quiz. Start from there. Yeah, definitely. Can't wait to see everyone in store. Thank you so much for being with us, Michelle. That's Michelle Carney, the National Clearance Manager for Beaumont Tiles and one of the many, many people behind the scenes on the block helping to bring some of these incredible bathrooms to life. Now, Shana, I can't possibly let you go without answering a listener question. And this one comes to us from Tash on the Gold Coast. 
And she says, Shana, I noticed on the block recently one team used fake flowers. <laughs> and I'm not sure that it went down too well. My husband and I both work fly-in, fly-out jobs and we're sometimes away for weeks at a time. We find it almost impossible to keep any kind of houseplants alive. He reckons we should just get some fake plants and flowers. What's your opinion on the fake or faux plants? They are so much more realistic than they used to be when my nana used to have a house full of them. Is it a design no-no? Well, if Darren was here, he'd say go for it. (laughs) Okay, so for the long-term thing, um, you know, it has to be high, high quality. Um, just remember fake flowers don't give fer- perfume. They don't give you joy. They're just filling a corner and a space and adding colour. Sure, they don't clear the air. <laughs> they don't do anything. Um, the the fake, like, plants and trees in certain corners where it's dark, you know, it, it can it can't work. Um, but when you're – this show is a design show about selling your house mm. and you don't – you want to make it look real and fresh and that and that so that is definitely a no-no but if you're a fly in fly out um and you're there a couple of weeks you know there are a couple of plants that I would look at definitely don't get palms they die every time oh don't matter where you are ferns ferns and palms don't even go there but your fiddle leaves your succulents all that they will last and you can actually get them uh, little, you know, pots that were actually you fill them up and the water will yeah. last a couple of weeks. self-watering so, pots. Yeah. yeah. And, but, you know, there's a big market of um, beautiful fake flowers and, and fake areas for receptions and things like that. It is a personal choice for your own home if you want to do that as um, something that will make you feel good. But at the same time, to me, they're things that sit in the distance. You don't have them on your dining table. Mm. You don't have them on your bench. You don't have them on the entry. You yeah. have them just to sort of fill certain corners. That's really um, important, I guess, is, yeah, placement. It's yeah. like if you're going to be looking and, I mean, they are pretty good these days. I look at some of them and just go, I've I had can't to, quite tell. <laughs> I've had to touch a few just going, eh, is it, is it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so it sounds like, Tash, that it's a little bit of a grey area. But I guess, like you say, if it's just in an area that's going to create a thing. So when Tash and her hubby walk back in after two weeks and it gives them a sense of, Oh, the place is still slightly green yeah. and there's not dead plants, then I guess that's kind of a payoff, isn't it? Yeah. As I said, just don't have it on your entry. Don't have it on your dining table. Don't have it on the surfaces that you're touching all the time because it's mm. just, eh. Oh, and maybe go and look, I have noticed there's some low-light plants and obviously things that need less care. I'm a big fan of bromeliads myself, mm. which like rainforest plants, so they really don't even need soil. So I yeah. reckon, uh, yeah, maybe maybe go to a good nursery and ask some Especially really decent advice. Especially the Gold Coast too, bromeliads are fantastic. They would go well. And there's there. also air plants. Yes, so which are very talantias or something, which yes. are very similar. They just need a little bit of And they're mist. good for the Gold Coast because that's sort of the environment. Um, mm. But also look at the pots that they go in because you can get them that will actually almost self-water a little bit. And maybe start cheap. Um, look, maybe that's not your advice, Shana, but I no. would say there's nothing worse than getting a $200 plant going away for a couple of weeks. And I've just been going, there, done that. Don't, yeah, yeah. As I said, I learned that with the palms. They look amazing. They fit everything. Yeah. It's like, eh. Didn't yeah. quite happen. Well, no. there you go, Tash. Hope that's given you a little bit of inspiration. And if you've got a question for Shana, ask her a question. You can email podcast at sen.com.au. You can, of course, follow Shana on Instagram and Facebook. I am loving your little recaps and your little descriptors of the rooms on the block, Shana. You put a lot of work into that. And I just uh, I really enjoy, after I've seen the episode, flicking through and getting your little sort of twist on it. Yeah, I think it's really important for people, you know, because so many people don't realise that, 
you know, we're there all day. So mm. all the points we make don't make yes. the, the screen. So it's just from the other opinions. And then also just really saying that this is what it is. Mm. And, um, you know, as a judge, I, I do become very firm. And, you know, I, I think people need to really move on from the fact that, you know, um, it's harsh criticism. It actually isn't. There's constructive criticism. And, you know, you, you've got to help people right at the beginning saying, no, you, you are not to do mm. this. You have to listen. Mm. And, um, you know, they're contestants for a reason. That's because they want to do it and they love it and they're going to make a lot of money. So they need to listen. Yeah, except for the ones that bug it off. <laughs> Oh, don't even go there. <laughs> I didn't think we would necessarily have to rehash that. Uh, it's so exciting, Shannon, to see that your complete bathroom packages are now in store at Beaumont Tiles. Of course, 115 stores around the country, specialists in every store. And you can do that style quiz and check them all out, tile.com.au. And Shana, we're going to chat to you in another couple of weeks right here on Homestar. Fabulous. Thanks for listening to Homestyle with Shayna Blaze. Renovating and don't know what style you are? Beaumont's exclusive What's My Style quiz will help. Visit tile.com.au.